Hey, Shalom and welcome to the third series of Medrash Morsels. These are short, meaningful, and sweet chunks of Medrash designed for the whole family. Medrash Morsels for Parshas Noyach. This morsel is dedicated to a young tzaddik, Tamad Chacham, from Johannesburg, South Africa, named Akiva Gilby. How is it, Lawrence? You know, during those ten generations from Adam until Noyach, mankind had to keep six mitzvahs. Avram and Achai didn't apply yet. They were no Avodah no blessing Hashem, no killing people, no Gilei Arayos, no stealing, and they had to make a government with good laws. Well, no one kept those mitzvahs, except for Noach and his family. They were the only tzaddikim. Everyone else acted violently, especially stealing. Chamas. They cheated. They stole. They lied. They robbed. They kicked. They bit and they hit and they fought. And no police did anything. There was no government to control all of the chaos. People were so selfish. And they did anything they wanted, even if it wasn't nice or fair to others. They were cruel. And they even hurt their neighbors, just like I described. So people would just go take revenge. They cheated back. They stole back. And the robbery continued. And lying and hitting and kicking and fighting. No laws. Such violence. This all was being watched by Hashem. And Hashem was silent for over a thousand years, just watching, looking down from Shemaim at how no one cared about what he said. And Hashem is the king. People are supposed to be his servants. His servants were ignoring their king. That's called rebellion, says the Medrash. This is how a human king handles a rebellion. He sends his royal guard, his tough soldiers, and they go destroy the city that is rebelling. Ah, maybe some people in the city aren't rebelling. The king doesn't know who yes and who no, so he kills everyone there just in case. The Medrash says that Hashem is different. He knows who isn't rebelling. Noach and his family. They are tzaddikim, so Hashem will make a plan to save them from his angry mabul. The Medrash says that the Dor HaMabul, the generation of the flood, were so wicked and so mean. Here's an example. You see, the flood waters started to come up from holes in the ground. The deep to home waters spurted up from underground. The families were very big, and there were tons of children. So there were fathers who grabbed their kids and used them for plugs to plug up the holes where the water was coming from. Of course, this drowned the girls and boys. No Rachmanas for their own children. What corruption! What violence! So HaKadosh Baruch began to bring down the upper waters to fall on their heads. You see, kids, the sky holds up the upper waters from Maisa Bereshis. You remember the second day of creation? What happened? Hashem made the Rekia a thin space that separates us from the upper waters. Well, there are stars that plug up those waters. They hold the water from leaking down to us. Hashem unplugged two of those stars in Mazal Kima, and down came the waters like two enormous waterfalls. Some of the wicked people got crushed from the waterfall pressure. Imagine being at the bottom of Niagara Falls or Victoria Falls. But still, other giants were tough enough to endure even those waters. What did Hashem do? The Medrash says this, 
that Hashem burnt those wicked people with fire falling from the sky. Plus, he turned all of the birds to attack the people and the farm animals and the wild animals, like at Makas Oroiv back in Mitzrayim. Violence for violence. Mida connected Mida. The strongest remaining bad guys saw that they were doomed. They would soon perish. So they looked around for one last bad deed to do. They saw the Teva of Noach, you know, that 500-foot wooden box that held some animals' food and, and Noach's family. Those baddies got together, and in the rain, they went over to the Teva. They were planning to sabotage it, to flip it over. All of their strength together would be able to turn the Teva onto its side and render it useless. Besides, as it was falling over, it would cause all that were inside to fall over too. What did Hashem do now? He commanded huge lions and lionesses to run and protect the Teva. Hundreds, if not thousands of lions, came out of nowhere. And in the rain, they surrounded the Teva. The people and animals inside were now protected. The bad guys couldn't come close to the Teva. All they could do is to try to save themselves from the Mabel, which was coming in fast from all sides and now getting deeper and deeper. All of the people and animals that roamed the earth eventually breathed their last breath <gasps> and then died. That was the end of that wicked world. The only goodness that was left survived in the Teva. That's when Noah got busy with his chesed project to feed the survivors. All of the good people, animals and birds, who did not become corrupt, made it through that year of destruction of the Mabel. So children, let's look for goodness and let's practice kindness with all of our strength like Noyach did in the Teva. For more epic stories, visit our website, musarstories.com.